Hi everyone, it's Jennifer Belair with Open Hearts Club and today is a love letter homage slash lift me up to our beautiful, beautiful human skin. <laughs> uh, this is something that I love thinking about now uh, in my 30s especially. It's something I always wish I would have given a little bit more grace, a little bit more patience and a little bit more love, but it's never, never too late to start that. So wherever you are at on your journey of kind of loving and accepting your body and your skin in particular, that's quite all right. There's always time to turn that around and just know that it's this beautiful thing that's evolved with our human bodies over time and that it's so special and so unique and it really deserves more praise than it gets. So um, I first wanna talk a little bit about my skin journey and kind of where I'm at with uh, my kind of appreciation and also just kind of the models that I grew up in. So. I am born and raised in the good old Midwest, as if you couldn't tell from this great uh, northern Val shift, I believe it's called. Uh, <laughs> so I'm sorry for anybody who's from different parts of the planet. No, I'm not sorry because it's a great voice and it's a great accent. So that's what's up. So I'm from the Midwest. I grew up eating lots of processed foods. I didn't eat a whole lot of fruits and vegetables. Um, lots of soda, you know, chocolate, Hershey bars, Reese cups, all that good stuff. So I was not eating well. I ate many um, country buffet, <laughs> ponderosa, fish sticks, um, the works, pot pies. And I'm not saying this to poke fun at my, my family or my mom or my parents, but more or less that that's kind of what the models of eating were for her and for my father. So that's just the way it goes and that's okay. It was what we were able to afford in that, that place of our life and the access to information wasn't as readily available in addition to super hardworking parents who did the best they could with what they they had available to them. So that's just something to think about and especially if you're reflecting on your own kind of skin and health journey. It can be easy to blame your parents or blame somebody that was taking care of you, but actually, um, you know, when you know better, you do better, right? That's a great quote by Maya Angelou, and it's something to think about. Nobody, hopefully, was intentionally trying to cause you any gastrointestinal problems or things like that because um, food is super important. And I'm mentioning food because it is a big part of how our skin kind of is compromised, what it looks like, what it feels like, and all those things. So that was kind of my diet I grew up with from the day I was born to uh, actually in my early 20s until I started to kind of think, oh, oh. I just had a cicada almost fly at me and it startled me, so I apologize. But moving forward, um, so yeah, food is a big thing. And then also I wanted to talk about products and how I was really exposed to a lot of different face products growing up. Uh, I lived in a household with uh, four women, including myself. So my older sister, my younger sister, myself and my mom. And together we had a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff, a lot of makeup, a lot of beauty products and so much more. And again, not trying to shame that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's more or less just like, what is that stuff? What did it do to your skin? Is there good ingredients in there? And so much more. So just kind of setting the stage for you to kind of understand and see if it connects to where you're at or how you grew up yourself. And again, when we know better, we do better. And that's just what I had available to me was 
lots of magazines with picture-perfect women and no pores and everyone looked gorgeous and I would look into the mirror and be like oh my gosh like I have pores like what is this and there'd be all these like wacky products that you would like almost like a like grout filler or something like that like try to fill in the pores and like hide those things so I grew up with like a lot of shame around my skin and I actually had a an episode when I was in I think fifth grade or sixth grade so like puberty age and I remember being in a chat room <laughs> you guys remember those um, and someone had commented uh, about me and my friend was like oh do you like Jennifer and and then he proceeded to say her face is messed up so <laughs> you can only imagine at that age um, you know it caused a little bit of damage and a little bit of sadness so skin has been something that I've always been very self-conscious about and it's hard to feel confident when that's such an important part of your physical body so it was definitely a struggle and I I received a lot of mixed programming growing up and that was just another one to add to the table. I, I got pimples, I had acne quite a bit, I had these big old pores, I was picking my face because I was like um, OCD, I was just picking at it, it was not good, it was gross, it was not good for the skin and I also got chicken pox so there was just like one thing after another. and. Uh, I just want to preface all this by saying wherever you're at with your skin like I trust you I trust me I trust the world like it's beautiful in whatever space that it's in and how you decide to um, approach it look at it if you have acne if you don't if you have red spots if you have this if you have that like it's okay like there's ways and things that we can do to kind of um, not fix it but improve it and make it more healthy so that's kind of like my my skin journey I'm now 33 and I have the best skin of my life so I'm super duper stoked about that and it's taken me a long long time to realize the things that I needed to do to get it to that point so um, we'll kind of uh, talk about where I'm at now and breaking the norms and being a little bit more of a conscious consumer. So I had this little shift happen when I was in high school where I specifically remember going to our computer in the basement. We had the dial-up AOL discs that everyone received in the mail where you could get online and surf the web. And uh, I remember typing in like um, something about what's my makeup made out of or something like that and what showed up was just like all these different chemicals and it said like most of these are banned in other countries but because the FDA is so loose in the US like many of them were not banned and so I knew from about 18 years old that like man this stuff is like so bad for you and it really stuck out in my brain as like a significant memory so um, that's why I'm making this podcast today just to kind of talk about that and so I learned that but I kept wearing a lot of makeup and buying a lot of products that I probably couldn't afford at the time all to feel beautiful and to try to be just like those women that I saw in the magazines and present some image of perfection and would often feel more confident when I had makeup on and just feel prettier right like we all want to look good we want to feel good and it it was like a hard thing to do and, and as someone who was like going through uh, both college and then graduate school like I would definitely spend way more time at Target just like looking at stuff and wishing I could buy that wishing I could buy this other thing so it definitely feeds into this consumerism culture that tells you you're not good enough and that it's essentially a billion dollar industry that's capitalizing on your um, feelings of low self-worth so 
it's a good thing to investigate if you notice like those kind of feelings popping up and I'm just mentioning them because it's been such a huge part of my journey and it's taken me some time to get to that point and so again if you wear makeup if you use products like there's nothing wrong with that like this whole kind of uh, discussion is just to encourage you to think more deeply and consciously about the materials that you do use and that you do put on your body so our bodies are our temple they are what houses our souls and our beings and our essences and it's only one very much on the surface part of ourselves but we got to take care of that body and kind of treat it with respect and reverence and love it so much right like we can't be sold images of people who look perfect who have you know all these instagram filters where they're presenting themselves as of course they're very beautiful but it's like how much time and effort and products and chemicals do they need to use to achieve that and so this for me is kind of a discussion on what does that mean how can we get away from it and just accepting yourself exactly where you're at uh, so we all have pores. Pores are like these things on our skin that breathe, that absorb, and some of us have bigger ones than others, and that's quite all right. Uh, it's good to break the norms. It's good to feel natural. It's good to take like a week off from your products and your makeup and all this stuff and just like really let your skin breathe. Um, so again, going back to being more of a conscious consumer. So what things have I done? And the main one, like I mentioned, my Midwestern food diet is I was thinking a lot about food. Uh, food, I was starting to notice that it made me feel better at times and other times it made me feel worse. So that was like, you know, a good wake up call. It's like, oh man, I just ate like all this bread pudding like I don't feel good <laughs> or oh my gosh I had like five craft beers and like oh man I, I still don't feel good so I had to really change the mentality and my approach to life and for me it started with diet and exercise and so between diet and exercise also increasing and thinking about uh, water and how much water am I consuming. So just taking note of all the different things that I put into my actual body because oftentimes if our skin is showing some kind of distress, it means there's something internally wrong uh, that's, that's going on in your body. So by choosing a little bit more of a whole, whole foods, nutritious, plant-based uh, with high quality protein meal, uh, and lots and lots of water and movement, um, you know, once once a day, 30 minutes a day. You have to do what's right for your body. But essentially, I started to think about what am I eating? How is it making me feel? And that was kind of like step number one. Uh, step number two was um, thinking about the times that I'm eating. So like, did I eat late into the night? Was I going to sleep at 1 a.m. and waking up at 5? You know, am I getting good sleep? Uh, what am I putting in my body? And again, how does it make me feel? And really taking the time to sit with that, to do like some journaling and some food journaling if you're into that. And just like noticing like how much sugar am I eating? Like am I eating or am I drinking Coca-Cola? Am I having like a margarita every night or like a glass of wine? And if you are, like no judgment. But if you're noticing some some issues in your health and in your skin, it might be time to kind of assess that and say like, hmm, do I need to have five margaritas a week? And chances are you probably don't. Like you can make a great little mocktail or something like that. But um, that's a big thing. Alcohol has a lot of sugar. Coca-Cola, Pepsi, all that stuff has tons of sugar and I know, I think, I believe about 24 grams of sugar per day is like the American Health Association 
um, recommendation for sugar and so sugar comes in many different forms some of it is better than others and so sugar can even be found in things like fruits um, vegetables all sorts of things so just keep that in mind like sugar is definitely a good thing to kind of take back just a little bit because um, you know and, and also thinking about what kind of quality of sugar so if you're eating white sugar still like maybe switch to coconut sugar maybe use honey and just notice how your body reacts how does your skin react um, how many teaspoons or tablespoons are you putting in your tea or your chai or your coffee and just a good thing to be aware of so diet is a huge 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 part of having good skin and like I said best skin of my life right now at 33 um, the biggest changes I've made are not eating as much sugar so really trying to limit that uh, in addition I cut mostly dairy from my diet and I just realized through doing a food journal that it wasn't really working for me like every time I ate dairy I had either gas or diarrhea or a lot of skin issues and acne and I do indulge in it every once in a while, right? Like I'll have, if I'm out on vacation or I'm in a different city or something like that, I will, you know, have what's on the menu and just try to be like mindful about how much I'm consuming and just being okay with saying like, okay, Jennifer, like you might get some pimples after eating this dairy. And not saying that's for you and for everyone, but it's just something to research and think about because there are a lot of research studies on acne uh, and dairy so that was kind of the second big thing uh, I said sugar dairy and then movement and also not eating after a certain period of time so I would stop eating at about 8 p.m. and then just not eat until um, I guess 6 or 7 in the morning uh, movement I kind of brushed over that a little bit but movement is essential to Kind of our bodies uh, getting rid of like the the different the sweats the toxins and things like that so i'm not a scientist i'm not going to pretend to be but essentially when we move we get all the great systems in place like our bodies were designed to move and so through sweating through movement through uh, dry brushing through massage through cold showers through like all this stuff we're like moving stagnant blood moving stagnant energy we're kind of waking up our life force we're allowing the toxins and things to release from our bodies and our systems which is like super important so movement makes you feel good like notice how you feel after you go for a 15 minute walk in nature or you go for a bicycle ride for an hour like whatever you can do to move like your body's going to be so so happy and uh, going along with that um, so thinking about what are the resources that I've kind of looked at and what kind of got me onto my current skin journey so I recently found a writer slash entrepreneur named Adrena Grigori uh, she wrote a book called skin cleanse and she really laid out some information as far as like what do you put on your skin how often do you use it and one of the biggest things that stuck out for me is that she has a whole section on Kind of your ingredients list so what you should do is look at all the different products that you might use on a daily basis or regular basis and count how many you have like maybe you have say 10 and then look at those 10 things and count how many ingredients each of those 10 products have and chances are many of those are not natural they were marketed to you to make you feel a certain way about yourself and they might provide some temporary relief or beauty for your your own pleasure but um, it's probably a lot of bad stuff and that's like hard advice to hear and so the next step would be thinking like how can you limit it right like you you maybe want to say like man I don't want to put all this stuff on me like my skin is super absorbent and it's gonna take on whatever I'm putting on it uh, so 
that's a good place to be is just to have that awareness and to understand like what you what you do matters and how you choose to consume uh, products and things like that matters as well so looking at your ingredients how much of it is actual real stuff like maybe there's oatmeal in there <laughs> maybe there's almonds maybe there's masa you know all this sort of stuff maybe it's made of all sorts of things that you can't even pronounce so if that's the case like then you might have to do a reassessment like what can I essentially swap out of this like what do I really need and what was kind of like an impulse buy to make me feel better momentarily like I'm saying this because I know this story I've been there myself um, so doing a little bit of an inventory and then you want to do like a cleanse like a one-week cleanse of not using anything and I know you're like oh my gosh like what you're crazy but you can do it and, and the fact of the matter is that you are beautiful just the way you are like you don't need anything and I know you're gonna be like oh she's crazy like what is she talking about but it's true like our skin is so powerful and so beautiful and we never we don't give it enough credit we're sitting in the mirrors we're comparing ourselves we're picking at it and how we look at ourselves matters if we look at ourselves with love and compassion like we're gonna shine from the inside out and that's just so so valuable so this is a lesson in not being so harsh on yourself not being so critical and not comparing like accept where you're at and accept that this place that you're at is very beautiful and that you deserve to be loved by yourself uh, nobody needs to validate that for you it's all essentially up to you to see how do I see myself in this lifetime on this planet and just kind of reciprocating that like you're going to be giving yourself love and that love is going to project outward and just saying like man I'm so brave like I didn't wear makeup today or I'm so I feel so fresh and clean <laughs> outcast um, that I, I was able to take a week off and just see how my skin feels and like during that week off like maybe you try to drink a little bit more water maybe you do more green tea or herbal teas and things like that uh, so there's so many different little things that you can do to make yourselves feel good and I'll have some resources on some of the different actions and places that I found some information that's been really inspiring. Uh, another person is Nadine Artemis who runs a product line all natural um, called Living Libations. So um, my current routine, what does it look like? So like I mentioned, I grew up with lots and lots of products lots of like St. Ives like face scrubs and like I'm no stranger to all of that and I know like sometimes there's really good marketing so you gotta even though it's like apricot scrub you still gotta look on the back and say like what's in this thing so it's all like really good advice and I hope this is like shaking some foundation for you because it really shook foundation for me uh, but what I typically use I I started off with things like Trader Joe's and just like using some of their products and again they're still not perfect but they have like a tea tree cleanser and that one worked pretty well for me and was like a good kind of gateway <laughs> experience um, that helped and so what do I use now actually I'm, I'm very very simple and I actually make a lot of my own products but just know that there are options out there and it is a way to kind of treat yourself to bless yourself to give yourself something really good and juicy for your body because it deserves it but I essentially use a uh, just water to wash my face um, sometimes I'll use a little bit of Dr. Bronner's uh, you know the big hippie bottle with all like the preaching and the earth is great kind of message which is right in alignment with how I feel so um, you spend about maybe $12 on a big bottle and that thing will last you forever you can use it for cleaning fruit you can use it for mopping you can use it for your face just like dilute it don't use a lot and it'll help clean off some makeup and stuff like that um, if you're wearing it but uh, I use that to wash my face sometimes or I just use water 
and then I will use a kind of blended face oil. So I like to make my own beauty products. Um, I've been doing a lot of research based on Adrena Grigori's book and just learning how how different oils and things affect your skin. So I essentially use a uh, custom blended oil and you can find them online. I'll try to link a couple resources. Um, but face oils are really great for you. Oftentimes they're used to kind of treat different uh, skin qualities. So if your skin is more dry, if your skin is more greasy, and I know it might sound strange to use uh, oil on your skin, but it's actually a wonderful, wonderful thing to use because it is uh, nutrient dense. It's something that has some different plant and healing properties, and it's often custom blended to include things like rosehip or sea buckthorn, which is um, really great. Lots of antibacterial things, and also uh, some that have abilities to really boost the the elasticity of the skin and just kind of help. Uh, mend things like sun and just make you feel comfortable luxurious and beautiful and skin oiling has been around since so so long and actually uh, in the ayurvedic teachings it's the same word for oil and love um, is the same word and i think that's just really beautiful and speaks to the human history of how it's been around for 5,000 plus years and it's a practice that we've been kind of blinded to because we've been sold all these creams all these butters all these uh, face this and face that and hide this and hide that uh, kind of approach to ourselves and to our skin so there are products out there and I promise you like they might be a little bit more expensive uh, than you're used to spending but they might not be like I know Lush is a really great brand that has some products that are more affordable and tend to last a longer time so uh, I kind of have this used to have more of this lack mentality approach to life and so I would like buy something and then I'd feel like oh I have to use it I deserve like you know a big old tablespoon of St. Ives to clean my face but when you spend a little bit more on your beauty products you tend to not use them as um, extravagantly like you'll use a little bit as opposed to a lot so I think that's like really encouraging. Uh, so I mostly wash the face and I'll do like a blended face oil in the morning and at night and sometimes I'll do a mask like once a week uh, in this book Skin Cleanse. She has quite a few really incredible masks and I also like the um, the Benonite clay is really great. You can find that just pure clay sometimes at Whole Foods uh, and other kind of health and beauty stores. So look for things that are simple. Look for things that you can pronounce. You know where, where they're coming from, uh, what they are, or that it's easily accessible to you. and just do small swaps. You have to start with something. So notice where you're at, what you're using, and just say, okay, I accept myself for exactly where I'm at right now. And where can I make a swap? You know, what things can I get rid of? Uh, the fact of the matter is that we're, our bodies are changing all the time. We're constantly evolving, we're aging, our skin is changing, and we have to just respect it and love it and provide it with the best, most nutritious things that we can because it does absorb so much. Uh, one of my favorite brands that I'm going to do a little call out is Fat in the Moon, and it's an herbalist uh, inspired kind of beauty product uh, line that includes a lot of again like recognizable things like one of my favorite products was the moon milk uh, which was like a face oil cleanser that was really great and again it had like five or six ingredients on it and then another one that was really cool was um, what was it masa and olive oil uh, face scrub and that one was essentially just masa uh, cornmeal and then olive oil and I think it had elderberry extract in it so it was so so simple that I bought it and then I made my own so I'll share 
kind of some more images and thoughts on that on my blog on openhearts.blog and you can kind of check it out in more detail. So I highly suggest checking out Fat in the Moon in addition to a couple other resources that I'll list. Uh, and also a recipe on how you can make your very own face oil and of course I have to promote my own face oil which you can find on Etsy and I'll also have a link for that. So I hope this little love letter to the skin was something to think about, was helpful, was encouraging, was inspiring and just kind of gets you on the track to start thinking about how you approach your skin, how you look at it, what do you say to you, what do you say to your skin when you look at it, what do you say in the mirror, are you just like oh, another day, you know, or are you like wow, oh, like look at me, like I'm super beautiful today or like man my i'm so thankful for my body like these are all things that matter and it matters what we think it matters what we say and it's something to get into the habit of so that's my advice and i hope it helps you on your journey of loving yourself more deeply and if you have any thoughts or comments feel free to reach out and find me on socials which i'll have linked down below so thanks again and wishing you a lovely day thank you